Hello, I'm Kate Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop. On this episode of The Daily Dollop, I've got six important things you can do to help maintain a healthy muscle mass. This is part one. Welcome back to the show, everybody. My name's Kate Freeman. I'm a registered nutritionist and the founder of The Healthy Eating Hub and The Healthy Eating Clinic. And fun fact about me is that many years ago, I used to do CrossFit, which was a huge, quite faddish exercise regime um, with gyms popping up all over the world that originated in the US. And it's a mixture of Olympic lifting, gymnastics, and then high intensity um, sort of interval training Yeah, I got full addicted to it. I did it for about three years, absolutely loved it. And I got so strong, built so much muscle. I got so strong that I could um, back squat 110% of my body weight. So I think my highest back squat I ever did was about 75 kilos and I weigh around 60. I think I was around 63 kilos at the time I did that back squat. So I could deadlift over um, double my body weight, 125 kilos was my biggest deadlift. Yeah, I got crazy strong. I got built so much muscle in my arms. I had this really cool bright pink blazer that then no longer fit me because I couldn't fit my arms into the sleeves because <laughs> they got so muscly. Um, so this is something that I find really interesting because I actually ended my CrossFit career with a pretty severe neck and shoulder injury, which actually came from a mixture of stress, overtraining um, and not doing enough recovery and rest with my training and just trying to push myself too quickly. One of the challenges I found with that kind of training, it's quite competitive, is this desire to progress and get stronger quickly. And so you just think, if I just chuck more weight on this bar, I'll just catch it or I'll just lift it without actually, yeah, giving your body a chance to catch up. And that's when you get injured. You've got to be patient with building muscle and building strength, particularly when you are quite well trained. But I want to talk more about this um, through these two-part episode series. I'm looking at overall maintaining a healthy muscle mass. And one of the things I love chatting to people about is how important your muscles are, They are the most metabolically active cell in the body, particularly when you're moving and they are moving. And so the more muscle you have, generally speaking, the higher your metabolism is, so the more energy that you're burning throughout the day, which of course makes weight management much easier if you're burning more energy, means you can eat more food and maintain your weight, which is always a fantastic thing. Eating the ability to eat more food is an increased ability to get more nutrients in. So it's overall a great thing. It also means that you've got better blood sugar regulation. Muscles are one of the key cells that are taking glucose out of the blood to use to store for glycogen or for quick active um, fuel supplies, things like that. So muscles 
are super, super great. Now, the, the challenge is is that we lose muscle when we don't uh, use them. And so because muscles are essentially a big store of protein is that if our bodies are becoming more sedentary and we're sitting down lots and we're not doing much activity, is that the body decides, well, these uh, proteins are better off in other areas of the body so they break down muscle and, and use the proteins elsewhere. And see, the challenge is, is that for every 10 years that you don't exercise or move adequately, you lose a kilo or two of muscles, you know, until we leave this earth. And that can then lead to decreases in metabolism as we age. It's leading to um, frailty. Um, so it's, you know, sarcopenia, which is major muscle losses, is a major cause of falls amongst the elderly, um, poor balance, coordination, things like that. So muscles are really important. And you might remember back to my episode where I talk about um, meeting two 60-year-old women in the one day and the difference between somebody – being regularly active, so the lady who cycled to work and had done so for 20 years and regularly did yoga compared to the lady who hadn't done anything for over 20 years was quite profound. And so if you don't use it, you lose it. So one of the key things I will be chatting about is exercise, but I want to talk through six key strategies over this episode and tomorrow's episode on how we can maintain our healthy muscle mass, which is just going to be good for us for so many reasons in the long run. So the first step is to look at your overall diet quality. So I've talked about this a lot. You guys are going to be pretty familiar with the term diet quality now if you've been listening to the show for a while. But eating a varied and balanced diet is important for your health, particularly for your muscle health. So when we're focusing our efforts on one, a minimally processed food. So a food that's changed very little between the farmer and you. And we're getting a variety of these foods. So lots of different foods. Then essentially we're going to be giving our body one, all of the amino acids that it needs. So amino acids are the building blocks of proteins, which of course your muscles need to, um, to build and grow and be maintained. But it also means you're going to be getting all of the micronutrients that you need. So vitamins, minerals, a lot of the vitamins are involved in, you know, carbohydrate metabolism or protein synthesis or, you know, immune system regulation. So these micronutrients are really important. And it's also just going to make sure that you're getting plenty of different types of fiber, which is great for your gut health as well. So when it comes to thinking about, you know, whether you're training regularly or you're just wanting to ensure that you're doing everything you can to live a long, healthy life, is you want to be focusing on building your diet out of minimally processed plant-based foods first and then aiming for variety within those foods. So your plant-based whole foods are fruit and I'm talking like fruit that we've picked off the tree and we bite and eat as opposed to juice or a roll up or something, right? And that's the difference between a whole food and a more processed food. Then we've got vegetables, we've got legumes, we've got nuts and seeds, and we've got whole grains. And one of the things that you can do throughout the week is play um, play vegetable bingo. So have a, a big sheet of different types of veggies. We actually have this in 
the online program over at the Healthy Eating Hub. There's a whole module on vegetables and building habits for eating more veggies and trying new vegetables and flavor techniques and cooking techniques. But we have a printable resource where you can print out all the different types of veggies available. You could chuck that on the fridge and each time you eat a different vegetable is crossed it off and you could see what kind of variety you're getting throughout the week because it's this variety of your plant-based foods which is great for just general health and getting those micronutrients in um, and also for your gut health as well. So things like, you know, getting in a mixture of raw versus cooked veggies, getting in a wide variety of different types of fruits, legumes like lentils and beans and chickpeas, thinking about ways that you can add those into your meals, nuts and seeds, adding them into meals and snacks. And then whole grains, we're thinking about often products here when we're eating a whole grain. So, you know, a high fiber breakfast cereal is going to have different whole grains in like oats or wheat or rye or barley. We might find that brown rice or wholemeal pastas are great options for us, nice rice style breads, things like that. And when we focus on building our diet out of these things first, it doesn't mean you can never eat a processed food um, and in particular an ultra processed food such as lollies and cakes and potato chips. But these foods are just going to give you energy and not nutrients. So you sort of want to just focus your efforts on that overall dietary pattern and that's going to make a huge difference for helping your your body just one you know maintain a good muscle mass but also if you are really active help those muscles grow and repair and just generally um keep the whole body functioning well so the second step or tip moving on from overall diet quality specifically looking at protein so Obviously, your muscles are made out of protein and so they have to to be built by the protein that you consume in your diet. So there's lots of different opinions about how much protein that we need. In Australia, we have an RDI, so recommended dietary intake amount for protein. And a lot of people who sort of specialize in sports nutrition or building muscle and body composition often recommend eating more than this RDI. And it's pretty interesting. I guess you talk to different, um, even dietitians and researchers, there's there are differences of opinions. But overall, the general consensus is, is that you need high quality sources of protein that provide all of the amino acids. So there's 22 amino acids and then all proteins are built from the different combinations of all these 22 amino acids. And so if you're getting all 22 of them regularly in your diet, then you're essentially giving your body everything that it needs. So essentially if you're getting high quality sources of protein regularly throughout the day and on a consistent basis over weeks and months, that that's going to help with both maintaining a healthy muscle mass and building muscle mass if that is your goal. So the general recommendation from here at the Healthy Eating Clinic, if you were to work with one of our team, is around 1.2 to 1.5 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight per day based on the research that we've done. And we just find that aiming for this amount of protein is also a great way to help maintain muscle mass while you are in a calorie deficit and looking at losing weight. But I'm not going to go into that in today's episode. Make sure you book a one-on-one consultation if you're really looking for that high quality, specific individualized advice for your 
particular goals. So the third tip I'm going to cover in this episode is then using your muscles regularly. So the actual act of your muscles pushing or pulling is a stimulus for their own growth. So you can't actually just eat heaps of protein and eat heaps of food overall and have a great diet and your your muscles will build all on their own. That needs to be combined with the stimulus of regular movement. And so if we don't work on our muscles regularly, our muscles actually do start to shrink and start to be broken down by the body. Essentially the body's sort of like, oh, we've got these amino acids locked up in the muscles, but we're not really using them. So let's break them down and use the amino acids somewhere else. And so not only does this mean that you lose strength and fitness, but it also means that you lose mass. So you actually, uh, you know, smaller or you weigh less with this loss of muscle. And so what we're wanting to do is try and think about how you can incorporate movement regularly, one, into your day so it's a habit, um, and two, start to think about whether you can incorporate some type of resistance exercise. So any kind of exercise is a good thing. Walking, swimming, dancing, even incidental activity like um, cleaning the house and taking the stairs, all of that is is all beneficial. However, research has shown that resistance training or weight training, so weight-bearing exercises, is particularly beneficial for muscles and maintaining muscle mass. And so it's this act of the muscle having to sort of bear some extra weight on top of what the body actually weighs and moving that or pulling or pushing, lifting, etc. that's actually the stimulus for the muscle to grow. And resistance training is kind of like a stressor. So it's puts some stress on the muscle, but it's kind of a good kind type of stress in that it then is the stimulus for the muscle being like, oh, that was really tough. Let's let's repair ourselves and make ourselves that tiny little bit stronger so we can cope with this better next time. And so of course if you're constantly giving yourself that little bit of stress with the resistance activity, give your body time to rest and recover and repair, do it again. That whole stress, rest, stress, rest cycle means that your muscles are slowly and surely with this stimulus getting stronger and fitter and eventually increasing in muscle mass. So one of the things that you can do is see if you can sort of incorporate some kind of resistance. And you can do that quite easily throughout your exercise. Like if you like walking, you could try putting little weights on your wrists and ankles, which is just makes it that little bit more challenging for your body. You can try a weight vest. I've tried that before. That's actually super fun because then when you you walk without the waist vest, you feel like you're floating on air like a fairy. It's very lovely. Or you can, you know, just try like little, there's a bunch of apps that can give you sort of like little work at home workouts. There's swimming and the resistance that water provides. Sort of water aerobics is great. There's lots of different things that you can do. And the key with exercise is really just finding what you like. And so essentially I want to leave you with just the last sort of caveat of this is that obviously regular movement, in particular resistance training, combined with good diet quality and adequate protein is 
the key catalyst for muscle growth. However, there is a third thing that most of us can't control. Well, none of us can actually, and that is your genetics. So they play a pretty big role in particularly of how efficiently or quickly you're able to to build muscle mass. But certainly from the point of maintenance, if you get these top three things right, you're you're pretty much 90% of the way there. But join me in tomorrow's episode where I've got three more tips, which are kind of like these really nice accessory tips around maintaining a healthy muscle mass. After years of being bombarded with diet culture, I so understand that the world of healthy eating is super, super hard. My healthy eating program helps people who are struggling with their eating habits to lose weight, feel good about themselves and eat well for the rest of their life. I do this by teaching one nutrition principle at a time and showing you how to establish this knowledge as a habit in your everyday life. This is unlike any other program on the market today that simply gives you a meal plan, a list of good and bad foods or expects you to change everything all at once. Life's too short to live with food stress. To become a habit builder and not a crash dieter, join my program today at healthyeatinghub.com.au. Thank you so much for checking out The Daily Dollop. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so that we can spread the podcast far and wide and so you don't miss an episode.